0: This is the official Caps Church Podcast. Proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes.
1: Hello, hello, folks. How are we feeling
0: after a night of hockey? You know, I hope everybody's feeling great. You know, obviously, we don't know the results of the game, so we can't really talk about that, considering we're talking to you from the past, uh, as we've rec- we always record on Sunday, and we get, you know, uh, we, 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 we do it all in one week, or one day for the week. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I bet the Caps won. <laughs> I'm going to look really they dumb didn't... if they didn't.
1: Well, they didn't play.
0: What I thought? Yeah, they play Wednesday. No, Thursday night. Oh shit! They open up tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, then tonight. Uh, yeah. My bad. Fuck, I was trying to be witty there. I I Thing. <laughs> well, hopefully
1: the Penguins lost.
0: Absolutely, I bet the Penguins lost. <laughs> All right, that works. Yeah, so I I bet the Penguins lost. Look how smart I am, talking about the future in the way that I am. Um, Proud of Ca- you, Caps fans. We've got uh, you know some pretty good segments for you today. The hockey ho- hockey troll hip check. I'm going to talk about a bit of a touchy subject that I know uh, may not be weighing heavily on your minds, but I might just make them weigh heavily, very heavily on your mind. Uh, and we're going to do a little um do a little fantasy talk. I think on the, on the Snack time with Polly Cupcakes. Is that right, Polly? For
1: sure. Um,
0: we just had our
1: draft this past Saturday, so we'll tell you a little bit about our league and and uh, what what there is to expect, maybe from from some caps and just fantasy hockey in general. And yeah, that's
0: yep we had a and when he says our league he means the hockey podcast network's league. Yeah, there's uh 14 of us
1: from around the league. So, should be fun and we'll we'll tweet about it
0: and and stuff here and there throughout the league or throughout the season. And just so you know, Nick Horwat is playing in this league and he's taking this very seriously. Uh it's not a money league, it's for bragging rights only, which is honestly, pride is way more valuable than money. Uh, because I swear to God, anybody who loses to me is going to never, ever live it down. Uh, kind of <laughs> like, kind of like Polly besting me one time in practice at lacrosse. Remember that, Pauly? I'm sure you do. Listen, listen. Okay.
1: So you had like 10 years of experience on me.
0: That's and- bullshit. I had like, f- I played, it was a secondary sport. I played it like f- three, four years, three, two, two or you, three years. That's how good I you am. You played
1: it. You played it through high school, and then you were like twenty five when this happened.
0: I played it. It. I. But where would I have played lacrosse? No, I played it in, for two years in high school. I got cut when I was a senior. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, but I was still, well, whatever, still captain, still captain of D two club team in college. What's up?
1: So to just give a,
0: a brief explanation of what he's referencing,
1: we were. I think it was the final practice of the season, and we had a little three on three tournament. And the winning club was gonna get uh, gift cards to a, a restaurant in town, and uh, I got the ball at the uh, top of the key, top of the box, whatever. Yeah, and I just bullied troll. I kept with my shoulder. I kept distance. He couldn't. He couldn't move me. I. I. I completely just. Rode him into the crease basically (laughs) and beat the goalie top shelf.
0: Okay, so let's. This is bullshit. First of all, let's let's take a step back as to what happened before the fucking goal. Uh, I am carrying my team, and this is what it was like for best of best of three, and um, we were down by by like two or one. I don't know. I. Power move from the – I'm a long stick defenseman here. I get the ball. I make a move uh, from the outside, from the wing, and just rip a shot high on our goalie. High stick side too. Uh, So, you know. No, it might have been off stick. But anyways, shout out Lynch. You suck. Um, (laughs) And uh, just bury a fucking incredible goal. um, And then – I'm so I just did that and then I'm winded so I'm obviously you know tired and winded from that spurt and then everybody's like oh get the ball out and and top of the circles you know top of the top of the key or whatever top of the box Polly's getting the ball and it's going to be a one on one with Merkel so I'm up here uh just up fucking dean up Polly and then just power yeah you did power move me the f- only time you ever successfully Uh, Uh executed a goddamn face face dodge and you get around me. Like, one good move and that was it. Like, that's fine. Nobody slides for me and you go in and somehow bury the game winner. It was luck. You know know what I
1: heard there? What? A lot of excuses.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, alright.
1: No matter what you say, it does not change the fact that I beat you for the game winner oh my god alright <laughs> so that's what it's like when troll beats people in fantasy hockey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seven years later we're still
0: talking about it exactly exactly um so you know that's Paulie's claim to fame in lacrosse basically this is his highest achievement is beating me in practice but once um yep anyways <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, so got a couple good 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 uh segments here for you and I mean uh we would be reading you an ad, but we are the ad this week. So yeah, I was
1: going to mention that on uh Monday's episode but I just forgot. Mm.
0: So if you uh if you guys are listening to anybody else on the network, just make sure that you know, you hear our advertisement, our 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 commercial for our own podcast yeah. the one you're listening to now and if they don't play it Drag them on social media.
1: Absolutely, and um, shame them. You know, comment on their posts, quote tweets of them, and just every avenue you can drag them through the mud for. Right.
0: Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, neglecting us. Exactly. Exactly. Do that. Do that. <laughs> All right, yeah. Paul, you want to? You want to pop some tabs here? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh man! So, Polly, how's your how's your week gonna be? Like, what? How do you envision uh, next week going for you? When in regards to hockey, you know, I don't want to like hear about you getting yelled at from your wife and stuff. I just want to hear about like
1: the hockey. <laughs> stuff. Um. Well, you know, as long as I, you know, uh, empty the dishwasher, I'll be fine. Um, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm thinking, as everybody's listening to this, we're all happy because the Penguins lost. Um, I'm happy because the Avalanche beat the Blues. Um, and I'm excited, looking forward to hopefully what we predicted—a three-game sweep in the first three games
0: of the Capital season. Yeah, I mean, there's no excuse not to. Um. I think for the first time in a long time, at least in a few years, the capitals have made, I, I mean, I can't be mad at their off season moves, man. I think they've done everything that they could with the, with the lot that they were given, you know, like with the opportunities, the signings that were available to them, the money that they had to work with and the coach hiring. I think that we're back on track. You know, I hate to say it, but Reardon's two years here were a fucking waste. Uh, he didn't do terrible, but he just couldn't reel him in in the playoffs. I really hope that Laviolette can, and I think that Laviolette's got a lot to prove. Uh, coming, you know, from a from a recent, you know, being let go from what Nashville or yeah, Nashville. It was the Predators before, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, he he uh, he did well there, but he also, you know, he was let go because after taking them to the Cup, they really fizzled out for a couple seasons. So. It's just a bit of a redemption opportunity for him and the players.
0: Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Um, So I hope to see that chip-on-the-shoulder type. Got to prove something here uh, from the Washington Capitals. I think we all know, Caps fans, that if you were to just look at the Washington Capitals roster and and the talent that they have – it'd be easy to say this team is going to win three cups in this lifetime of this contract life of Ovi and Backstrom, but it hasn't been. So, you know, we're super thankful for the one that we got. Don't get me wrong, but I think I be- fully believe that this team has a lot more to give and, and a lot more in the tank.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny that you, you bring that up. Uh, there is a tweet that I sent out from, our account about because we got some interaction saying that, uh, are we going to look back and see that we wasted Ovi's years? Um, it's going to be tough to find, but I I listed out all the teams who've existed since the capitals have existed that still don't have a cup. And I think there was like three or four teams That haven't had a cup since the Capitals existed, Uh, and they they don't have a cup at all. And but they've been a team longer than the Capitals. And then there's Montreal or Toronto, who's been since the '60s. So even if it's only one cup during the Ovechkin era, it is still a victory because um, it's still more recent than a like a decent percentage, like, uh, I don't know, 15% of the league who doesn't have a cup or hasn't had one since the Capitals. So, let me let me reel this in. There's teams that have are still waiting for a cup and that have been around longer than the Capitals. So, even if O V only brought us one, that's still worth the investment and not a waste of his years.
0: Yeah, and I'm not really I mean <clears throat> here here's the thing. That is a that is a I think that's a line of questioning on um good good and great players but not outstanding players to the point where there's never been one like it like that player if that makes sense. So like for instance if you wouldn't ask that to any team that had Gretzky, right? Was it a waste to have Gretzky on your team? No. Did you waste Gretzky's years? No. Like come on. I, I don't know. Uh, I think that history kind of looks back and never even asks that question of Gretzky or, you know, obviously Lemieux, though Lemieux's, Lemieux won the back to back. So like, I, I, um, it's, it's a obviously super subjective and loaded question, but yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I think that, uh, wherever Ovi would have landed, he would have been destined for greatness. And I think that the capitals have done everything in their power to do so. Uh, especially post McPhee. Uh, George McPhee had glaring problems down the middle, man. Like we never had a third line center that was that was the one we needed. And once we got it, we won a cup in a year. You know, like Lars Eller. I'll say it again and again and again, that Lars Eller is the fucking linchpin to that cup win. Um, but, I mean, obviously, and everybody else pulling on the chain. But Ovi is such a consistent player. It's, it's, uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I can't. I can't say we wasted him man. I can't because we still got him. The, we're still getting those power play points. You know, it's our, you could argue that, yeah, we, we could do that in another team, but you know, we're looking at a power play. That's been top five in the league for a long time. Um, the last couple of years have not been that way, but there were times where, you know, two, three years consecutively, we were top three in power play point or uh, power play, uh, performance. So, yeah, I mean, I it's a a waste is, is, I think, a strong word. I think that if we had some more things fall into place, maybe there would be more cups. But I don't think Ovi regrets it, and I don't think any any Caps fan or anybody else regrets it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think more cups would have obviously been welcome, but the Capitals definitely got their money's worth,
0: even if it's no. only one. Oh yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Um, and I think Ovi's gotten what he's deserved as well. I think that he's deserved, you know. I think he's deserved a couple more cups, but at the same time, you got to earn them. And there were <clears throat> there were shortcomings in his game and, and, and the whole team's game during those those losses. I mean, the one with the the back to back to pit with Pittsburgh though. I don't, I don't think anybody could have done any more. I, I mean obviously you could go back and nitpick this stuff but those go, that those series were decided by like one goal <laughs> there was a difference of one goal between a lot yeah. of those series or both of those series so incredibly close coin flip type scenarios and and really just like honestly the luckier team i i feel won, won. um <clears throat> but this is a great segue into the hockey chill hip check so should we just get into it let's do it This is the hockey troll hip check. All right, Caps fans. Today on the hockey troll hip check, I'm going to bring up some uncomfortable truths um, and some things that are, you know, worrying me a little bit. I know they shouldn't, but they they are. Uh, and that is, you know, bridging the gap here between us talking about Ovi is Ovechkin's contract, his next contract. So, you know, we were talking, obviously Ovi's been great and we want to resign him and obviously he wants to be a cap. You know, I think that all goes without saying, it's just, it hasn't been done yet. Right. I, you know, I am, I'm, I'm a little, I'm starting to get worried about it, Paulie. Are you? Yeah.
1: You know, I don't like the fact that. He, he kind of, didn't he say he wanted to wait?
0: Yeah, so, uh, they, they were like, we'll table conversation until the off season. And then they said, we'll table it until training camp. <laughs> and now training camp's almost over. And they're saying, well, you know, it's not a big deal. Ovi's saying, you know, it's not a big deal. We'll get it done. And, you know, if it happens during the season, it happens during the season. So everybody's talking in this air of certainty, like it's going to get done. But if it, if you motherfuckers were so certain about it, why isn't it done yet? Why? Yeah. Um, I feel the longer this drags out, the more worried I get. I, I definitely am worried. I am not. And then I know it's like a very off chance that he goes to another team in the NHL. I also don't think that he's going to bail to Russia. So that takes you back to kind of like this circular line of questioning like, well, if he's not going to go – if he's not going to sign with the Caps and he's not going to sign with the a team in the KHL and he's not going to play for another team, he's going to have to play for another team if it's not the Caps, right? I mean, I – I mean, I – he said that there's no no other place he'd like to be playing. Uh, and I think that he's done a good job. I hope that he's done a good job when it comes to keeping his wealth. I don't know. I mean, he's, this is a, uh, what? $130 million contract is what the capitals have paid him up to this point. Um, uh, but the, here's the, here's the, because it hasn't been done yet. It makes me, it freaks me out. What the fuck are they talking about? I mean, there's really not much the 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 cap friendly is a is a free to use website. Everybody knows what the space is like and I think maybe they just need to be more creative in and how things pan out in the future like, you know, maybe we'll you'll only get like 10 million this year and then once the cap raises, you'll get all of it or whatever that looks like, you know? I'm in I'm in the mindset that he is the best goal scorer in the league. Uh, He needs to get whatever he wants. There is, there's literally no uh, quantitative argument that you can tell me that he's not the best goal scorer in the league, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, he is currently
0: the goal champion.
1: Nine times over. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would want the same money that other superstars are getting. And, um, I mean, I know people will say things like there's parts of his game that don't warrant that kind of money, but, uh, I think you're right. You know, he's the best goal scorer and he should get paid at least as much as the next highest paid guy.
0: Right. And here's the thing is that if, if that's the logic, yeah, there's going to be a lot of naysayers and detractors and, but you know, he's right. OV is right. Um, and I just the fear that I have is that obviously the caps do not have next season a, a lot of cap. They do not have a lot of cap now. um in fact, if you look cap friendly, we're like three million over, but we have three million LTIR. so we're 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 okay, but we're at the ceiling, and we're gonna to continue to spin that way as long as Ovechkin and Backstrom are both viable players. Uh, which should be probably till the end of Backstrom's next contract, which I think is four years, four or five, four years after this year. Um, I uh, I don't know. the 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 nightmare situation for me is they if he hits free agency or if he's talking back channel stuff. And a team's like fifteen million, yeah, go. We got that. We can. You can have that for six years, seven years, eight years. I mean, craziness. Eight years, right? But I, uh, there's got to be a team that that I think that there's a team. There is one at least one team in the NHL who would go eight years, fifteen million a year for Ovechkin, just for revenue bases. I mean, look how many jerseys he's going to sell. Yeah, I, I, (laughs) and. That is a nightmare situation for me. Uh yeah. more realistic would probably be like somebody offers him fifteen for five, because what's McDavid making? Like I think 13, it's thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. So OV the rumor, and none of this has been verified, but the rumor was that the caps opened up negotiations with a contract on part of what he's making now, ten million a year. And he said, No, I want to make more like Connor McDavid money, which is thirteen million a year. Okay. So maybe like 12, 11 is where the caps I would hope would land. If it goes that way, uh, you know, um, th- that does that hamstring the team? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a depth player two $2 million, uh, $1 million a year. That's a depth player that you're just giving up to have Ovi. Um, right. And like I said, nightmare situation, somebody offers him 15 for five, uh, I mean, what kind of night, like, what, what do you think he says? You know, what, what if somebody floats him that? Like, I, I'm obviously very, very, very jarred just even thinking about this right now. But, you know, right now, the team that has the most cap space is the LA Kings and they have 12 and a half. Then it's the Ottawa senators who have almost 11. Then it's the New Jersey Devils who have 9.6. Then it's the Detroit Red Wings at eight and a half. And then the Florida Panthers at six, six. I feel all of those teams can make that money up to a 50 to maybe not 15 million, but you know, that 12, 13 million is probably not too far off the bat. They'll just have to dump a couple players, right? Wave them or, or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, and especially some of the, the teams who have been hurting for a long time, like Ottawa. Well, I mean, they're trying to rebuild, but um, the fact that they could possibly get the you know the goal record in their their uniform might you know give them the motivation to postpone it uh, their their rebuild. Honestly, if if any of these teams, if Obi did leave. I would kind of would hope it'd be the Kings one cuz it'd be the other conference and two it would be kind of cool if he broke the record in the same jersey that Gretzky set it. But no uh,
0: no, Paulie, it would not be no, cool I at just, all. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I just mean it's the it's the best option out of what is there. Okay,
0: um, I guess it's all nightmare fuel. It's not there's no good in what I'm saying here. There's no good in what I'm – this is not a good segment. This is not your segment where we talk about uplifting positive things. This is where we talk (laughs) about terrible, terrible things and I get to shit on people, places and things. This is not – no. And you're just adding – trying to be positive here is not what we're supposed to be doing here, Pauly. You're missing the point. (laughs) Okay. Well,
1: yes. I mean this – this, this does suck. It the, the signs aren't good that a deal hasn't been reached. And maybe that's the Capitals just trying to find a way to make it work. Maybe yeah. someone's whispering in Ovi's ear. Um, it, it really... And who knows? Maybe maybe the Caps are waiting to see how the season goes. And if they get a cup, maybe they let him walk.
0: Paul, you're not... Now you're too negative. Now... <laughs> Now you flip-flopped to just piling on the negativity. Jesus Christ. All right, Polly. We're moving on. I'm just saying that I'm worried about it. I think that this is drag out longer than I would – that I'm comfortable with. They said they'd have a deal in the offseason. They said they had a deal in training camp. Now they don't give a fuck if they get the deal in the middle of the season. Just give him what he wants. Figure it out. Cut someone. I don't know. Do it. (laughs) Um, and I, pfft. so yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and that that's like, it's given me anxiety, man. I mean, because despite what everybody's saying, McClellan, Ov, the team, all the other people that are involved, you know, they're all saying it's going to get done, but it hasn't. Uh, I will close though with, there is, they, there is a shred of silver lining here. And that is, um ov has decided to represent himself in these talks
1: yeah i mean it,
0: at least uh you yeah, know maybe he's got some backstrom vibes there huh mhm so like mama ovechkin is out of the picture she can't be like strong arming people at dinner time <laughs> for a ridiculous amount of money um and they said th- th- you know McPhee said like you know Mama Ovechkin eventually did compromise, but she did drive a hard hard bargain. Um and you know, whether whether he means that by like she just didn't know like what she was doing, she was like asking for too much, or whether she it means that they she legitimately bargained well, which I would figure is kind of the the case here because yeah. you know, she knows sports and and you know, obviously uh has the background. So There's that. But, you know, what the real OG move would be is that if Ovi took money equal to Backstrom or close to what his contract is now, that would be perfect. Give us a ton of flexibility in the future and let us chase a couple more cups by the time that he breaks the goal record. Um, Couple that with, like, some revenue generators that are going to be coming with the NHL. And I think that, like, with the TV deal and everything else, I think that that's going to be a good – Good thing in the expansion team, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe build in some crazy bonuses like performance bonuses. If you score more than 35 goals, you'll get $3 million. I mean, I think that's like a probably a big bonus, but it's fair, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that would be a, a way to at least convince him or coax him to take less money. All right. Achievable goals.
0: Yeah, right. Right, absolutely. So that's my rant. That's my worry. I hope I haven't worried you too much, CapSans. In fact, I would love nothing more than this segment that I just said, all this shit, to be completely obsolete and irrelevant by the time it drops. That'd be great that would be awesome. I would just love, I would eat crow there. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I would just love to drop that and be like, Oh, well I was wrong. First time ever. First time (laughs) ever. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I'm done. I'm done. That worked me up. I'm like breathing really heavy. I'm sweating a little. (laughs) My fucking, my heart's going. Uh, Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that we should move on to uh, a little bit more of an uplifting and fun segment. What do you think?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Mmm, it's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. All right, uh, I got some yummy, tasty content coming, uh, fantasy hockey, um, so as we, I don't know if we mentioned earlier in this episode or on Monday's episode, uh, 14 Hockey Podcast Network hosts are doing a league, it is being run by Shane from the Sends Hour Sends podcast, and um, he obviously does the Ottawa Senators. Um we did the draft on Saturday and my guess is that this probably came out because we're all cooped up at home. We decided to to dress up like actual managers at a draft. So I had uh you know, I had a shirt and tie and a vest and then I actually wore a kilt instead of pants. Hmm. And then what did did you just wear did you have a dress shirt with your bow tie?
0: No, I just wore a bow tie with this shirt, literally this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know and it
1: didn't look terrible.
0: Yeah, of course I look great always. Duh. Yeah.
1: Uh <laughs> so 14 that's a pretty big league. It, it definitely made you get a little creative with with the picks. Um before we get into our league, I, I'll, I'll just talk about which Capitals were drafted. Okay. So t- Tom Wilson went to the host of the league, Shane, with Senzauer. Ovi went to Neil, who runs the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And then Zidane Chara went to Hurdle on a Turtle. That is yeah. uh, Nick over with the Sharks, right?
0: Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, and uh, Carlson, John Carlson, he went to, is that Drew, Vegas?
0: Uh, Yeah. No, yeah, Car- yeah Drew, um, yeah. yeah.
1: Then uh, Pekka's Revenge, I'm um, pretty sure that was uh, one of the guys over at the Catfish pod. Um, For the Preds? For the Preds. Two caps. Did I already say that? Koozie and Schultz. Yeah. So, uh Mer- or hockey trolls, boy Schultz, Verona went to Hakuna Matata. Uh <laughs>
0: who, No, Hakuna uh, Matata. Hakuna yeah. like Kahuna. Ha- Kahuna. Uh, yeah. Mat- yeah. You're I don't know right. who that is. I, that might be Berlansky, but I don't know. No, I don't know who that. Do you know who that is? Uh, Carter. Oh, well that's um, Carter Potts from the uh, Anaheim Ducks podcast.
1: Okay, the yeah. Crack Report. Um, the crack Report. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 um they have a pretty good show. Okay, continue. I and yeah, <laughs> um, and then I drafted Orlov, Backstrom, and Dylan. Which by the time this drops. uh, Dylan probably won't be on my roster. I dropped him to pick up a a third goalie because we start two at all times. And this next one is pretty bitter to me. Samsonov, hockey troll, got him. Here's what I did, guys. This is how (laughs) fucking dumb I am. (laughs) I was looking at the goalie list. I could have swore I clicked on Samsonov. I was looking at his name. Well, apparently I didn't click on Samsonov. I clicked on Varlamov. I think I drafted <laughs> Varlamov in like the third round. Which, you know, he had a really good year last year. So, like, I'm I'm not too worried about it. But I was just like, I, I saw that happen. And, and no one said anything. And we, so we live streamed the draft. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just picked him on accident and Tom Franklin from the blues notes podcast. He was like, Oh, I'm so glad that you explained that because I was like, why in the hell did you just pick Varlamov off right now? <laughs> so yeah. uh,
0: of all people, Tom Franklin took mercy on you, not calling you out for being a fucking idiot. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> we got that, uh, Notre Dame connection. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. He didn't want, he didn't want to expose you for the, for the dumb, dumb that you are. That's, that's hilarious. I love it. Hey, <laughs> that that was stupid. Yeah. That was like the third round, and you took Varlamov. Yeah, yeah. I and then I, I was, took I, was I took hurting. Sammy that round. <laughs> so yeah,
1: you took him like right after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and what? TJ Oshi gets picked up by who's Taco Truck? Oh, that, is that uh, Carlo?
1: I think it
0: is. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, it's Carlo. I, I mean, that's. I think we're well represented here. I think all those guys are going to do well. I'd love to see another ex- a better year uh, from Verona again, like another increase in, in points getting from him. I would love to see Kuznetsov really just blow it the fuck out of the water and net 100 points. Yeah. As he should be. Um, and, oh, well, by the way, Cap- Capstones. I just want to full disclosure – This, as you can tell by our conversation thus far, this is not a fantasy advice column. This is just talking about our fantasy experiences because obviously Polly doesn't even know how to draft. But, you know, there is something to say, though. You've done – we generally do the Hockey Troll uh, Super League, uh, which is a four-time running, four- or five-year running league. But I decided this year we weren't going to do it. I think it was – a ten dollar league or five dollar league—I don't remember what we used to do. But, um, and Pauly, you've finished in the money, so I get—I just do. First place wins everything but ten dollars. Second place just gets their money back. So it's like a winner-take-all shit, right? Yeah. And you've won how? Like once or once at least.
1: I think what I what I can remember is I've won the league. I think I've lost. I think I've gotten my money back as a yeah. second place. And then I think I pulled a, a capital. I got the president's trophy and then eliminated. I got a buy and yeah. then lost in the second round. Second round.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I've actually had a pretty good, pretty good run in your league. Uh, but conversely, uh, piggybacking off of my really good drafting skills, I'm projected to be tied for last. The only cat <laughs> the only category I'm first in is hits, which makes sense because I actually really took that into account when I that was like my main tiebreaker when I was looking at like two or three guys of who I wanted to draft next. Right.
0: Um I mean So,
1: you know, well, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say I mean on the other hand, I'm incredibly pleased with my roster. I think that I have optimized it. I think the, a lot of thing about fantasy hockey, though, is what you need to do is you can't just like draft from one conference. You need yeah. to the the big thing is that you need to spread it out from east and west because of uh, you don't want to have like no one playing one day and then everyone playing and then you're just like missing points. Uh, I like to keep my as many people playing and as many on the bench having no games as possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Same thing. Um, And, you know, as we speak, I have three pending transactions, and I think all three are in the West. Yeah. Um, Because I was was a little too – even during the draft, I tried to stay East heavy, or I tried to stay balanced, but I ended up East heavy just because – those were the best available guys at the time. Sure, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, and honorable
0: mention, I picked up Birkoski and Holpe. Nice. Um, I so when you say like I like the balance is good, but I think that if you were going to be e- a little bit more heavy on the East, that's okay because, uh, you know, they kind of that's I mean, you you need they're, they're the more skilled conference I'd say, but with the new divisions, you kind of have to think of it differently. Like before it was like East and West mix. Now it's just interdivision. You just can't have enough people in one division. Right. So like, yeah. Uh, I'll just quickly list off my, my roster. I've got Brad Marshawn. It was my first pick and he's day to day right now. So he just had surgery. I hope that he can come back. That's not good, but I got, uh, Scheifele, uh, Konecki, uh, Kubalik, So young guy, uh, Jean Gabriel Peugeot, Nikolai Ehlers, Miro Heiskanen, Car- Eric Carlson, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, Alex Goligoski, David Perron, Alex Kalorn. I mean, I got some depth guy, Ian Cole, uh, yeah. Philip Denault, uh, Pavel Buchnevich, who I'm, I'm, you know, I've hoped that's a young guy that I can ride. And, uh, Anthony DeClaire and Brady Skagey, Skagey, yeah. And uh, here's the, the the coup de gras is Carter Hart, Ilya Samsonov as my goalie tandem. I mean, they're gonna fucking light it up.
1: Yeah, that that is some some solid goaltending talent. You know, that's the name uh, in that SNL skit with Chance. Was it Chance the Rapper? Uh huh. Yeah, who did do that hockey? Yeah. He he looked at. With his, he looked at that guy's name. I can't even
0: say it either. And he was just like, Nope. <laughs> um, um, who? Brady Skage? Skedgy? Skedgy? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the uh, the one thing that does worry about my, my goalie tandem, though, is that they both are uh, mass mutual <laughs> division yeah. goalies. So, yeah. he, I mean, who knows what we're going to beat up there, but uh, I... Think that I've got the two top teams in in the Mass Mutual division. So,
1: yeah, I think I think you do, and uh, that's I think. See, I have uh, I have like eight Mass Mutual at this moment, mm. uh, It's soon to be seven. But I, I, I definitely I definitely hit hit the Caps division pretty hard. But we'll we'll give updates here and there, um, because matchups are week long. So we'll definitely talk about it when we play each other, so we can talk some shit and uh, oh yeah, go back and forth. But yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, What where's the projections? That was that on oh projected stats. Here we go. Oh no, I'm trying to find for the league, but I don't know if they have that. The league projections. Can you get that or that, is that only on the draft page? I
1: think. Because uh, I looked see, at it during drafted. the draft
0: page and week I was like top three in like everything.
1: Uh it's not in draft analysis.
0: Um, um Yeah, you know, not a big uh not a big deal. Uh, just uh <laughs> I'm I'm happy yeah. that it's I'm happy that it's happening, man. I'm you know we're we're back. Hockey's back. Fantasy hockey's in full swing. We're kind of normal, kind of normal, normal territory here, right?
1: Absolutely, man. I I uh, fantasy hockey is I way more fun than fantasy football, and just the fact that that fantasy hockey is here just means that real hockey is here, and big game tonight. Playing the Sabres. Hopefully it's a beat down and Ovi rings up a hat-trick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We want like, we want another like seven points in three games, seven goals in three games from Ovi, uh, this start of this season. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that you caps fans are also, you know, staying good, staying healthy and, Going to enjoy the hell out of this game tonight.
1: Yeah. And, you know, this is the season. If Ovi was ever going to replicate something like Gretzky's 50 goals in 39 games, this is the season to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, no more 35-goal bullshits. We want – I mean, I would be impressed if he scored 40. I'd be so – that's insane. That'd be insane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But let's not jinx him. Let's let let's let the Russian machine do what he does best, and let's put the puck in the back of the net. Yeah, so uh,
1: sorry if snack time was a little boring and disorganized. We kind of just wanted to talk.
0: Yeah, we just wanted to like talk shit about our fantasy rosters because, uh, you know, well, Pauly doesn't have much shit to talk because he's going to get smoked. But uh, I will let you know about my eventual championship run for sure. We'll we'll give you updates. Uh and if you guys are have got any good rosters, definitely tweet us and let us know what they look like. Um get us some screenshots of your roster and we'll uh Yeah. We'll we'll evaluate. Uh i I mean who who knows who knows what's gonna what the season's gonna hold. I mean I think there's gonna be a lot of the these ac- I mean, the with the players changing teams and with there's a lot of guys on the waiver wire still, I mean Whew. It, who knows what, what dead, trade deadline's going to do to people? You know, I mean, usually it, it's not a not a big splash in fantasy. I mean, sometimes it is, you know, two or three, four or five even players that are like, oh, I got to get this guy. He's going to get an expanded role. But this year it could be absolute mayhem.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even really thought of that. But that's a good point. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to see if, if any of you guys out there have – any obscure players um, yeah. like, you know, be, yeah. before he really broke through, one of my big sleepers was Anders Lee with oh the Islanders. Um, he got me a lot of sneaky points. And, uh, you know, I don't know if any of you guys out there have have someone that you think is a young star
0: that people are overlooking. You know, shout us out and let us know. Yeah, absolutely. For me, uh, I would always pick Corey Crawford on like the second to last round because you know, he's, he wasn't ever like the big flashy numbers guy, but he won. I mean, back when Chicago was good, he won Mm -hmm. all the time. And his stats reflected that people kind of slept on him and he was always good to pick up solid goaltender on the fantasy, on the fantasy chart. So those are some, uh, probably irrelevant things now, but, uh, We'll let you know. I'm looking at this Bushnevish kid and I'm hoping that for the Rangers he lights it up. Who knows? And Kubelik as well, Dominique Kubelik for the for the for the Hawks for me. So that's our take. That's our that's our professional opinion of four, four <laughs> years being in the hockey troll super league.
1: Here, uh since everybody else did predictions, you have uh I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Yeah. I just thought of this. You have a prediction for rookie of the year.
0: Mm. I don't even know all the rookies but yeah. I'll go the easy one and say it's it's Lafreniere
1: yeah okay
0: I'll go easy you know I uh,
1: I really liked uh, McMichael in juniors and uh, they're pretty big on that Stutzel kid in Ottawa yeah but uh, I'll be a bit of a homer I'm gonna say Connor McMichael gets the calder
0: Whoa! Is he, he might not even if he's even gonna make the roster? You know.
1: Well, he didn't get to be in camp because he was uh, quarantining, so right. that that kind of sucks. But I think he was—I thought he was projected to be to make the team.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. He might not. <laughs> he might be taxi. But hey,
1: dude, this is Hot like uh, this is like in March Madness and. Picking a play in team to go to the final four, <laughs> like <laughs> he's not even he's not even guaranteed a spot. And I'm I'm taking
0: him all the way. Hey, you gotta love it. You Gotta love the faith. Uh, Paulie's got. He's not afraid to uh, not afraid to put his nuts on the line and look foolish.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, I say something dumb every week, so this is probably it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I guess we'll we'll get out of here, Paulie. Unless you got anything else. No, nope, that's that's it. Go Caps! Absolutely, Caps fans. Hope you enjoy the game uh, tonight. If you're li- if you're gonna watch, and like Paulie said, go Caps. Hey, Caps fans! Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Church podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at. Hockey trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly
1: Cupcakes at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out. Oh, we're not friends anymore.